Hello and welcome to the Vergecast, which is sponsored by Scissor Vodka, <laughs> the vodka brand that I made up last week and that I intend to bring into reality through sheer force of will and repetition on the show. Scissor Vodka, cut through the night. I can't wait for Scissor Vodka flavors. Pumpkin spice Scissor Vodka. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Scissor Vodka. It's coming. Clear, it's going to be more forward-thinking than pumpkin spice. Yeah. Red Bull Vodka. <laughs> Remix. <laughs> That's really sad. I don't know. I think Scissor Vodka is more. Though. Anyway, buy it. Yeah, There's already a Twitter. People have been like tweeting nonstop at me about yeah. this. Someone made a video advertisement for it. What? Did I you didn't not see, see that. that one? I didn't see that one. It's like four seconds long. Oh my god. Um, anyway, hi. I'm Neil Patel. I'm the editor in chief of The Verge, the host of this, The Vergecast, the flagship podcast of The Verge. Now, regardless of my clear intent becoming a YouTube video property. So if you're listening to this in a car, just know that the people are against you. But I'm still with you. Anyway, Dieter's here. Hi. I don't know, man. I've been talking all day. I just yeah. want to warn the audience. I have literally not stopped talking since nine this morning. True. All day. I had one break. I was telling Nicola this on the way down. I had one break. That was when I went downstairs to order a salad. And in the time I was in the elevator, I stopped talking. But then I had to go and tell the person what i wanted in the food mm-hmm. and that was i to me that's still i'm still talking mm-hmm. anyway gonna be loopy anyway dieter's here addy robertson's here hi and nicola's here hello nicola has a video monitor i do what's this on your video surpri- monitor? this is a surprise to me um i have a a a, a video graph of my <laughs> height matrix that i invented during dieter's hiatus Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't doing a good enough job hype checking, <laughs> and now it's been turned into visuals to reward the handful of thousands of people who watch this on YouTube instead of listening. The hundreds listening. of thousands of people. Unless- in my car. <laughs> can, can you guys name the device that's the drab ostentatious? Oh yeah, what is that thing? Isn't that Microsoft IntelliMouse Explorer eight thousand? I saw no, it on your Twitter. Ostentatious drab. Oh oh yeah, it's a Vi- dude. Come on, it's a Via UX. Wow, yeah. did you name that mouse? Yeah, I know what that mouse is. <laughs> okay, to, to explain the quadrants in case you're <laughs> catching up here. Practical drab, our intersection is most computer mice. Please stop tweeting me good-looking computer mice. I haven't seen one yet. Oh, and please stop tweeting me pictures of good-looking extension cords. Yeah, I'm so That's like really <laughs> happening to me a lot. Although, actually, please continue tweeting me pictures of good-looking extension cords. Ostentatious drab is something Neil I just named that is... I think it's like a computer that's also a sidekick. No. Like it flips open. You, that's the Vio UX. Oh, I forgot. Slack somebody to bring my Vio P down. Oh, um, that's the Vio UX. So Sony, for this like amazing minute in like 2010, somewhere around there, they decided that the future of PCs was something called the mobile internet device, the MID. It's great. Uh, and they would pack full windows pcs into tiny insane form factors so that thing is a windows 7 pc it has like a regular intel chip it's a computer it's a computer but you can take it with you yeah i mean it was like like this big it was huge is it compared to it was really small compared to a laptop but really huge compared to any reasonable thing and the that antenna is the wireless internet antenna and the screen slid open and revealed the keyboard and I don't care what you... And that little rectangle on the side, on the right side, is a mouse. Maybe that's a trackpad. I love it, personally. I mean, that thing, to me, it was so expensive. It was like $3,000. <laughs> it served... I could not... Why would you... What need, year is this we're talking 2010-ish? about? 2010-ish. 
Oh, really recently. Wait, I yeah. think I was playing Hitman Blood Money, and it was in 2006 or 2007, and he was using something very like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, this is like one of those things where, like, before people thought phones were going to be phones, they were like, what will computers look like in the future? And, like, someone at Sony was like, wait, we own a factory, and they, like, made them, right? Like, that's the Via UX. And they were amazing, completely useless, very slow, but beautiful, beautiful piece. And then, like, Sony stopped doing that. Mm-hmm. Moving on, though. Anyway, whatever. Should I play a Hitman game? I've never played a Hitman game. I don't know. Rich has a, a long defense of them. When mm-hmm. I did one mission and it felt great, like I was discovering things and learning things, and now I'm stuck. Right. Yeah. Anyway, move, do you want to move on? And the yeah, last then, one is a bottle we'll, of champagne. Yeah. Well, that's ostentation elegant, and then our iPhone is practical elegant. Yeah. It's a really so for those of you... Oh, this Dieter face is so good. For those of you <laughs> who, are, uh, who are in the car, now you know. Okay. The car is, your, is Neil's favorite place to imagine you. That's where I imagine you. That's where you are. Uh, also, I really uh, I'll also give a hint to people in the car that Neil is currently Lagerfelding no, I and OG the Samsung gear. gear. Look at this thing. It's, it's a mess. It's a rectangle. It's right. a rectangle. It's got a camera bump on the side. A, I thought it was a proper noun watch from over here. Well, no, here's what happened. I'll tell you, uh, I'm going to tell you a five-second story. Our sales team is moving to, all of Oxme is moving to a new office in a year. Sales team is moving early because um, it's getting bigger, and they're cleaning out their existing part of the office. And one of them walked over, and they were like, "We did this campaign for Samsung for the original gear, and we have it. We're gonna throw it away. Do you want it?" Because they just they could not see the value in it. <laughs> so I I took it, and now I'm wearing an original Galaxy gear. And I have to tell you, this is not a good product, but it's hilarious. Yeah. So I'm gonna wear it for the rest of the day. Anyhow, big old Wharton. There's news. Whatever, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. So much news. So much to get through. Addy is here because the VR, the VR moment is upon us Possibly, in like a very yeah. serious way. Well, I mean, like the hardware shipping. Yes. Well, not yet. Not for a month. It's very close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's close. It's upon us. But you've been living in the HTC Vive basically nonstop for the past week. Yes, except now I'm making everyone else live in it. I right. think Ben was upstairs shooting oh, when I. So we, we set up this room, used to be like a video editing room, and it's, it's, it's a very dark room, but it's basically empty, which worked really well for VR, and every time I walk through the hall of our office, I just like see out of my peripheral vision somebody standing there alone in total silence, flailing their arms around, yeah. and you just like walk over and just watch them for like a minute, Yeah, and then you just leave. Yesterday, and we can't tell. Yeah. Nobody yeah. knows. Yesterday I played a game. Chris Grant, the editor-in-chief, Polygon, was in there doing something. And mm-hmm. I played a game where I just tried to get my hands as close to his face as I could for a while. <laughs> he didn't know. That's <laughs> just a thing. But anyway, the Vive is here. We, we yes. have a Vive in the office. Addy put up a great piece about it. Oculus shipping in about a month. Yes. So, like, when I say... It's the, half shipping in a month. Yeah. Some, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the touch half controller. Half of it is shipping. Right. Uh, which, is, the controllers are really the most important part, in yes. my estimation. And the, those aren't shipping yet. Yes. After a year of downplaying it and saying you didn't need to actually do anything in VR, Oculus now has a thing that's very important and wonderful and it's not coming out for six months. Yeah. Anyway, but you've got the Vive. Tell us about the Vive. Um, the Vive is amazing. Uh, Vive is the first thing that I've been able to actually like feel like I'm playing games in yeah. and like I'm not compromising on the games. Like your VR, there are fun things, but I'm always like, why am I using this yeah. horrible trackpad? Um, so I just got out of a really amazing game called Budget Cuts, mm-hmm. um, where you're teleporting around and it's a spy game, and so you're like crouching and uh, and also flailing <laughs> and like throwing knives at robots because you wow. pick them up and you have to have to do this. Why is it called Budget Cuts? Because uh, you're in an office and <laughs> stealing things. Look, <laughs> I don't know. People? Well, yeah, you have knives. Have you tried any of this yet? No. Oh man. 
You I haven't been invited to the VR cave. I can't even invite the VR cave is literally like twenty feet away from where you sit. Yeah. I know, but no one's invited me in. We've invited the whole staff. What am I? How am I just gonna put it on? Just walk in there and put it there's, on? There's I instructions posted on the wall. Addy oh, made really? them up. They're, they're great. Yeah. You can just go in whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a question for you. You just said got out of. I want to get deep into the vibe because I think it's really interesting. I think the HTC Steam, uh, I'm sorry, Valve collabo and the reliance on Steam is like a very fascinating thing. But you just said get out of. Are you saying the preferred vocabulary here is get in the VR and get out of the VR? I don't know. I guess so. Because that's what I've been saying probably since Gear VR. Yeah. Partly just because it, it like hurts and is weird in a lot of <laughs> things. And so it feels like you're escaping from something when you get out of the Gear VR yeah. after so a bad session. You get in, you get out. You don't like put it on. You don't don the VR. Yeah. You no, it's a whole thing. Put on the headset, but no, you got out of the game. Yeah. yeah. I, I, this is one of those things. Like this is like a technology and culture moment. Like, what are we? What words are we going to use? I don't know. But I think I'd say that about Fallout. I don't know. You would say I just got out of Fallout. Yeah, maybe. I would, I would say I, I stopped Fallout playing session. Fallout. It would be more weird, and I'd be less likely to do it. <laughs> but yeah. that's also because I think Fallout Four is deeply boring. I'm sorry. Oh my god, I can't handle I'm it. Trolling everyone again. Um. Anyway, so the vibe. So the just if the people don't know, you don't know. I don't know. HTC was a mobile phone company. They were bad at making mobile phones. Yes. Bring me. Well, actually, give it to Nicola. Have you seen my, my pink VIOP? Oh, this was what you bought last week. Yeah. It's probably, the battery's probably way dead. Is that not one of the most beautiful computers ever made? It's the best. Uh, also, I, I was not aware that it's an Argentinian model, so the keyboard is insane. Oh, look at that. Yeah, it's all of it. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. But the vibe. So HTC blew it in phones. Like, they were the... They were the apex of the Android market for a minute, and then... They still cla- make the best phones. I still have an HTC phone. I'm really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Do they think do they make the best phones? I think the, the 6P is the best Android phone on the market right now. I mean, maybe not anymore, but when I got the M8, it was like the thing that I wanted. It had great hardware. It was the only thing that looked as good as an iPhone. Yeah. No, so... Okay, I'll give you this. HTC made great hardware, had killer design sense, um, and they just couldn't... Something went wrong with HTC. Yeah. I would say it was their strategy of putting crappy cameras in the phones. It is bad, although I also had a Nexus phone before that. So. Oh, yeah, you're just yeah. moving up the curve. Anyway, <laughs> doesn't matter. Valve partnered with HTC. Yes. And the key element of all of this, and the reason Oculus is partnered with Samsung, is you can take the internals of a smartphone, the screen technology, the hardware, the, there's a camera on the front of the Vive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... Va- okay, so the Vive is weird because it's basically like... It's like the VR equivalent of Half-Life 3, if like Half-Life 3 had actually come out, that just for years and years you had the fabled like Valve VR room, Mm -hmm. that they had been building this thing for ages. Um, They had this incredibly sophisticated setup that you could walk around in. Brendan Arriba of Oculus would say, no, this is the best experience, period. It's just not a consumer experience. And then they partnered with HTC and were like, we can release this and mass produce it. Right, and what HTC brought to the table was, we know how to build phones, and many of the components of phones and that supply and chain are going to translate into... I mean, it's a screen and a processor, right? Partly. Although I'm also... I don't know how much intent to actually attribute to anything Valve does, because really? after the Steam machines, like, yeah, I don't know true. what they did there. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Anyway, but Valve isn't going to start a cell phone, like a manufacturing organization, no. right? So HTC is manufacturing this thing, but really it is um, an expression of Valve's R&D. And, and, that product, yes. and that product came out, and nobody thought it was going to come out, and beat Oculus to market, and... Oculus is partnered with obviously with Samsung, with, yes, for the but same, not for the Rift. Not for the Rift. Is Samsung Samsung building screen? the screens in the Rift? Yeah, but that's partnered like the way that I don't know. Apple is partnered with Samsung. Samsung. 
That's fair. <laughs> That's totally fair. But I always I thought the Samsung Oculus screen connection, the display connection, was much tighter. It probably is because they make the Gear VR. Yeah. Right. Um, but the Oculus is not the Gear VR. The Rift is not a Samsung product the way the Gear VR is. Sure. Okay, that makes sense. Anyhow, but your side, what is surprising about all of this, and I think that is worth exploring, like all of these relationships between the platform providers and the hardware makers, like all of that is endlessly fascinating to me because it's like a new way of doing business. But what is actually interesting is the Vive is out. Five. And it might be... Five. Fuck. Actually, it's a Vive Pre that uh, we've got. Yes. I keep calling it the Vive because it, it just looks like Vive to me. I don't know what uh, else to say to you. But the vibe is out. Um, it's one of those words you only read and you rarely say. I ever tell a story that I didn't know how to pronounce hors d'oeuvres till I was like 22. What did you say? I, I said it phonetically like it's spelled. Hors divorce? I'm not. Yep. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, seriously, me too. Uh, well, we're all there. Yeah, we've all, we, well, it's yours. Do you have one? Uh, Think on it. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, Whoa. but it might be better than the Oculus. And I think that is very surprising to people. I think the thing is that it's not that it's better, it's like that they have an actual marketing strategy for once, an actual release strategy for once. Mm -hmm. That Oculus had these amazing controllers and it's shipping its con its system half finished. Right. right. And then the Vive comes out a day, like five days later. And I don't think its controllers are as good, um, but- Really? I just, uh, they, they're remotes. You hold them like remotes, and yeah. the touch controllers you actually hold like you're making a fist. Right. And that fits way better with a lot of games. Like if you're holding a gun, if you're holding, if you're like pushing mm -hmm, out with your mm -hmm. finger. Anyway, yeah. um, it's a matter of taste, but like the room scale thing is a really huge deal, although most people probably will not be able to take advantage of that. Can, can you, yeah, yeah what does that mean, the room um, scale so thing? So you can walk around a lot more um, due to different with the technologies. Vive, you can walk around more? So the deal with the Vive is that it you just put a laser tower in the corner of each room mm -hmm. and you get like 15 by 15 feet um oculus right now i think you'd be able to move a couple steps you can move more if you put a second camera around because it uses tracking cameras okay also yeah. do you need one laser tower or two we have two set up it comes with two, comes okay. with two. also laser tower is the coolest phrase yeah. technically they're called lighthouses but that is less cool than laser way tower. less cool um i mean they look insane they're like they're just boxes that shoot. I mean, you can see like the red lenses of the lasers, and it just looks. Have crazy you touched to me. it? No. It vibrates. What? Why? Yeah. What? Why? Because lasers. Lasers. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get in there, man. I gotta. You gotta. It, it, have you done any VR stuff? No. What? What are you doing? I know. It just doesn't intersect with my life until well, Sunday. You can make your but VR. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, that's cardboard. True. Yeah, cardboard. I've done, and I then wrote a huge like how to buy a VR guide. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> what I want you to do is buy a gaming PC. Uh, oh, what's a game? What does a gaming PC fit on your thing? Uh, it's ostentatious. It's, it's got to be drab ostentatious. I mean, it's really an no, extra thing no, to own. Oh, but it's, like, it's a really uh, extra purchase. The problem no, is, it's not really, for a lot of people. A gaming it's PC so is really extra. a gaming PC is really practical though because it you, it's designed so that you can add stuff to it and fix it yourself, and you can also like do Excel spreadsheets on it. Yeah, yeah. it's practical and ostentatious at the same the time. Things. Is it a PC that you own in addition to other computers though? Because that to me seems. Excessive. I think I think a proper full on neon lit water cooled gaming PC fits smack dab in the center of yeah, the hype matrix. It's everything. It's all of it. It's not elegant. It's drab and elegant. <laughs> <laughs> well, ours is kind of elegant. The cables are managed very nicely. Yeah, well, ours is good. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, literally, ours has a light-up video card in it. TC Builder? Yeah. yeah. Huh? It yeah, I mean, I guess it's it, it's not like any... Move to the right. It's more to the center. 
and then go up to ostentatious. This is great radio. It's right there. Look, you're in your car. Imagine a square, and then we're, Nicholas we're somewhere like, close to the What are we going to do when you can watch video in your car because they're self-driving? Yeah, that's what I think. We're all going to get well, This signals. is why uh, Lay TV... What's the Chinese LA, company? Now they're called Le, uh, Leco. Leco? Yeah. Leco. <laughs> what is it? They're like, no, funding self-driving cars. That, it's a self-driving to help car that do you that. It's like, why does the Netflix of China... Oh, I Leco. remember that. Yeah. L-E-C-O. E-C-O. I know, but Leco. that's really yeah. funny. Um, no, it's a Chinese company. They put a ton of money into Faraday Future, which is like a self-driving car full of screens. And their whole thing is that you'll get in the car and then they'll, you'll like play Netflix at you. Right. Which, or you'll wear a VR headset. I would wear a VR headset. Yeah. If, if the crash is coming, I don't even want to see it in my peripheral vision. You just want to be somewhere I just, else. Just, Bam. Okay, gone. so you can't actually. So VR headsets are really bad in cars, and it's not for the reason you'd think. It's not because you get motion sick. Huh. It's because you aren't choosing when you turn. Oh. So the way you do it with something like Faraday Future, I assume, is that you'd have it tied to, like, you'd normalize it, like gravity. Right. Um, you'd have it tied to the motion of the car, and you would tell it to correct. Yeah. Right. Um, but you can't just do it in a normal car. Hmm. It really freaks out. So you wrote the. You did just write a huge buyer's guide. Yes. What would you buy? Should you buy? Should you spend the money on a gaming PC and an Oculus and a gaming PC and a Vive? And I mean, like, is it even the time to do it? I mean, I mean, HTC sold how many? Like fifteen thousand the first second or something? Ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. The best advice is seriously like, don't buy anything for the next three months. Mm -hmm. Like, wait until we know when PlayStation VR is coming out. Wait until Oculus Touch controllers are going to come out. Wait until we know what games there are. Wait until, you know, the prices of the PCs are only going to get cheaper. Right. Um, like, wait till we know how much everything is. Is it just me or the Oculus Ready PCs, like, not not wonderful? They just seem like they meet the minimum base spec. They're still pretty expensive, and they'll be obsolete real fast. Wait, well, like the standard, or which one? The, the, like, the, the regular Alienware and Dell. Isn't there, there's a third one, too. Like, they just seem like not great PCs to me. I don't know. I mean, and anything with those specs is perfectly high end as a PC. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it would be very good for a gaming PC. Yeah. Um, there's ugly the the pre built ones. Yeah, they are. That's the main thing. I just feel like you could if you were gonna build if you're the sort of person who's gonna buy a PC to run the Oculus Rift. You are the sort of person who can spend exactly that amount of money and buy components and build a PC that's way way better. Yes, I mean I think that building your PC is like the absolute ideal solution, but there are people who can't. Um, the main thing is that the people who can't normally would want to buy laptops, <laughs> and that's difficult, I think, right now. I mean, but it's not hard to build. I mean... It's hard to build a laptop. It's very no, hard. No, it's very hard to build a laptop. I'm yeah. saying it's not hard to build a PC. Like, you it's have, not, but not everybody Component has the time. selection is you can, hard. You can fry it. Like, if I have to put together a build, I actually do... I have, like, the moment of freak out. Like, am I getting all the right components? What if I'm screwing something up? Hmm. Right. We should definitely do a guide on the PC that you and TC built. TC built that. He put it together in like a, a day. He <laughs> said we can take it apart and put it back together and make a video. We should do that. He let me hold the uh, the processor. Yeah. Briefly. He very proudly opened the clear cover and showed me the water cooling unit yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. It's a closed system. You know, you don't actually have to fill, add water to it. Tell me something else about the Vive. Um... Oh. Really great question. They Just, don't have the uh, the front facing camera on yet, but when they do, it's going to be kind of crazy. Oh yeah, this is like the big key, right? You can explain what that means. Okay, so there are like two features that are really weird about the Vive, and the first one is that there's a camera in the front, and so if you go outside your like lighthouse space, mm -hmm. normally you see a grid. And then if you step outside it with this uh, camera, you'll also just see the real world, except it's all blue. 
So it's like you get outlines of everything, so you can tell if you're at a chair. You could like I don't know, set your drink down. Wow! And it's really detailed. Like it could pick up stripes on my shirt. Oh, so like you you're, you can still like play the game. They just outline the real world for you, just in case you want it. Right. If you step outside the bounds of the place where you're playing the game. Right. And I think you can hit a button to just turn everything on. Um, the other thing that's funny is the phone system, which I can't tell if that's going to be really good or really bad. That you can take phone calls from inside VR. Why? So Why not? So you never have to leave. Hi, mom. Yeah, yeah. I'm just jacked I mean, in the great. matrix. I mean, to be fair, like not being able to get any kind of notifications in VR is kind of worrying if you're at work. Yeah. Or if you <gasps> why are, are you using VR at work? or something? I mean, it's our, literally a Taddy's job to use VR. No, but like if you were like a regular person. <laughs> I mean, there's a million you're a designer. Reasons. Yeah. Um, if you're a designer, you could do VR paint work. Um, there's a VR desktop program that I'm really curious to try, but they haven't sent me a build yet. Yeah. I mean, if you had like a small office and you put on a headset, you would have a big office. Like, it's like hilarious. Like, there's you have to try. Like, okay, we're not doing a good job of selling this. This thing's fucking amazing, right? Like, you put on the Vive or the Vive if you're French. Um, you put like it's. I think it's better than the Oculus. Like, I've worn the Oculus several times. I've played many Oculus games. I've had the like, touch controllers. It's very much like the Oculus to me is a demo. Everything about it yeah. is like demo world. This thing has like an operating system inside it. It's like basically running Windows, but like Windows is all around you and you can like play with the Steam store. And then the games, like Addy is saying, are real games where you can like play with them. Yesterday I just drew smiley faces in fire for like ten minutes. Because I mean, it's amazing. So right the thing here. is partly that like Oculus has a lot of those things. Like if you have you ever tried medium in Oculus? No. Um, it's a sculpting program that two people can oh, be in at have, the same time. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's that. Um, the problem is just that it's like everything that's good requires the touch controllers. It's like we can't even talk about the Rift for another th- however many months. Yeah, I, 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 honestly, I think part of it is every time I try the Oculus, it's in one of their demo booths, which are basically like huge self-contained container rooms. Yeah, those are like super max cells. Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's what they ship to trade shows, right? And so even at Facebook's office, they're just sitting in the middle of the floor at the office and they're like these huge boxes. And you go in and like, they're soundproof and there's a laptop and there's a very kind person there. Like, why are they soundproof? Wait, wait, wait. Why, like, I've been in this. Why is it soundproof? Is it because like people are screaming about what they're seeing in VR and you no, don't freak other people out? No, trade show away from you. They're for trade shows, right? So like yeah. if you're at CES and like, the but speaker why? system company is like, we're going to shake your butt. Like, you don't uh, want all right, that sure. noise. That's yeah. what you yell at. That's what speaker <laughs> system companies do. How's your butt? Is it shaking? <laughs> we're going to turn it. And like, you're in VR. You're like, what's that? Um, but anyway, but yeah, but it's like, it's very, it's just a very isolated. It's dystopian. It feels very like, you know, like it literally, like the woman's like, and now we're going to take all of your blood out of your body. Like, it's just that kind of hushed. Yeah. And then. The vibe is like in our office. The setup is kind of fucked up. It's a little bit like broken. The lighthouses are like on on like light stands. Laser towers. Laser towers. They're on like C stands. You know, it's like it's real. It's like in our office and it's real, and you can like play with it, and it works really well. Mm-hmm. See, that's why I'm hesitant to criticize the Rift because I've like when I have one in the office, I'll do that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's so hard for me to cat to compare something that I've had and. and it, able to play with just for hours and do fun stuff on versus something that I get to see for five minutes at a time. Right. So assume that you, you know, don't live in New York and therefore you have a house or an apartment with multiple rooms. Um, and if you have those multiple rooms, one of those rooms is what, uh, when I was a kid, we called it the computer room. Now people just call it a study like normal humans or an office. <laughs> um, that's where your PC is. 
are people going to want to put the rift in their living room or is it going in the computer room so hmm. it has to have the computer for one thing so right you have to either bring your gaming giant gaming pc out to the living room right but it's also but, but it also you, you've been saying for a while that like vr seems to work best when you're sitting on a swivel chair right seated vr does the vibe right. is like anything with motion controllers actually it's like the world's best standing desk oh. um but for anything like the gear vr cardboard yeah you basically have to be at a swivel chair okay um, the other thing is that's hard about VR now for the living room is it's not like the Connect where you can get a bunch of friends and play Dance Central or whatever. Right. Like, you have to be kind of alone, and you can't have any furniture, and nothing can walk in, and you will fall over anything that is placed there. Mm-hmm. So you really should just have a VR room. <laughs> to me, it sounds like you have a sitting room upstairs, first floor, no screens. Downstairs, you have your room with, you know, the casual living room that has the has the television and then in like the unfinished corner of side from the rec room that's the vr room what state did you grow up in wisconsin yeah we should have the same names for rooms that we totally don't no living right. room rec room that's a thing our rec right. rooms like a recreation yeah, room. Rec room is the basement but the rec- yeah. yeah well this is modern recreation okay <coughs> sure we had it, no, and you don't need a thing? yard anymore because you're inside. Right. Yeah. You just keep the house keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, mm-hmm. and you just keep filling it with the warm bodies of humans jacked in the matrix. Wow. You're I mean, there's the, something really the dystopian about all of this. I mean, this. I think oh, what's going to happen is we're going to end up just call, we're going to bring back Rumpus Room, and that's what the VR room is going to be called. Yeah. Oh God, it is. Yeah. And, or I mean, my friend <laughs> a had a bonus. People like enormously fat people just bumping into yes. each other. Yeah. Rumpus Room. No, I'm my friend's house was a bonus room. I mean, the problem is that all our stories. The new definition of rumpus. (laughs) It's like a gaggle of geese, a rumpus of fat people. It's terrible. I don't know. So Ready Player One, the idea was hamster balls. Right. We spun in hamster hamster balls. It's funny that this is like our most utopian depiction of VR. It's like the most positive depiction of VR, and it's still set in a horrible world where no one wants to live. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny because if you read the... Particularly, I actually I wanted to talk to Eddie about this a lot. Like, if you read the cyberpunk literature of VR, cyberpunk literature, yes, right. Well, you know what I mean. Like, the, there's like the canon of, yeah. There's like Neuromancer and Snow. Like, there's a there's those books, yeah. And it's just clear that the people making the hardware now definitely read those books. I think I heard that Ready Player One was required reading, um, right. and yeah. a bunch of people, yeah, everybody read Neuromancer. Um, a bunch of other like, well, ready player one is like it's very modern compared to those it's modern but it's also it's aspirational like right. william gibson was kind of like he was a writer he was describing things that could exist and seeing how they could be interesting ernest klein is like always like he's writing a manual right yeah but i did i don't know i read ready i just recently read ready player one and yeah it's, it doesn't it's just like quite. deeply hold up as well as i hoped it's good Don't get it's me a wrong. list it's a long list of things yeah it's and it's a list of things tailored exactly for my tastes. Yeah. Like, do you like Back to the Future? Here's a Back to the Future scene. Here's a list of things that were in Back to the Future. Did you also like Knight Rider? What about a list of Knight Rider things? Like, it's just that over and and it's fine because it's fun and there's like a whole little mystery story, but mostly it's like part of the mystery was solved. And now another list of cool 80s shit. <laughs> yes, a major plot point is being able to recite the entire dialogue of a film. Yeah. Of war games, I think. Oh god, is it war games? Yeah, there's a lot. And there's you like have to like those. act it out. And yeah, like it's just the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, like, I, don't I don't know. The new Ghostbusters movie seems like it's probably going to be kind of like that, though. 
Probably. I mean, like that's so that's the thing. Like, so a uh, major plot point of Red, Ready Player One is they have a name for this kind of thing. Like GDC is coming. Are they, are we going to see VR games that take those concepts from those books and make them real in a way that they've never been able to be real before? Is like an honest question I have. Like, is someone going to build? Virtual nostalgia instantiation. <laughs> so the VR arcade uh, was, I think, loosely based on Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's just a giant room full of arcade machines. Um, people have been trying to make these things for like from the very beginning. That was the first thing everybody wanted to do. <laughs> Put a screen in VR. No, no, not the arcade. It was okay, like, okay. how can we make this thing from a book or a right. movie? Um, I think there's uh, like a bunch of cyberpunk stuff. Um, uh, one of my favorite games, which is uh, Darknet, mm-hmm. the designer was like, I tried to think about what it would be like to be in Hollywood cyberspace. Right. And I made that and it turned out to look really cool. I mean, and I, we're just at this moment. I don't think there's ever been a moment where people have been imagining what the product will be like for so long and like skipping ahead of the early stage of the product like i can't think of a single book that's like here's what the first days of consumer vr were like everything is skipped ahead 100 years when it's like you're a sack of meat in vr and like your body doesn't matter anymore and like i'm just really interested to see how the vr designers how fast they accelerate to like what they think the next thing is instead of building the product for now see that's the thing that's really interesting about stuff like neuromancer is that it kind of it posits a world where this is just an everyday thing but it's all about people going places and mm-hmm. travel and all of the things that people pretend that VR is going to make us stop doing. Yeah. Like everyone goes out to physical bars um, and you have like you have SimStim, you have the sort of virtual experiences, but everyone still travels. Right. Well, I mean, the book opens with the guy not being able to do it anymore. Right? I mean, yeah, it's, that one to me is like really interesting. But even like Snow Crash, like Snow Crash is like people are going everywhere all the time. Which but, partly is a book. It's, it's, it was really boring to have a story where nobody ever goes anywhere, <laughs> does anything. Building a website can be tough. And even if you do know your way around coding, creating something that looks good and works well is a time-consuming affair. How much time? So much time. The, the most time. Whether it's for a business site, a portfolio, a restaurant, or whatever else. In this day and age, you probably need a website. Let's just, let's just be honest with yourself. Look in the mirror. Do you need a website? You probably yes. do. Well, lucky for you, tough guy. Squarespace makes it easy to build beautiful websites without breaking a sweat. Squarespace provides simple, powerful, and beautiful websites that look professionally designed regardless of your skill level. No coding required. Not only does Squarespace provide you with intuitive and easy-to-use tools to create your website, Squarespace also has state-of-the-art technology. That state-of-the-art technology powers your site, it ensures security and stability, and you know you can trust in Squarespace for your website needs when millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world trust in the Squarespace as well. Addie, tell me about your first website. Um, I think I got some hosting space on Gorgia.net, my local ISP, uh, and I coded... I think you could still use the blink tag back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you can use a blink tag now. Okay, well, but no one would. Mm-hmm. You can yeah, use nuclear. You can use nuclear weapons now. Um. <laughs> Squarespace <laughs> ad getting dark. <laughs> so yeah, I coded. I coded the whole thing myself. Yeah, um, but now you could presumably use Squarespace. Seriously, you can't beat the ease and simplicity of Squarespace. Squarespace gives you twenty four seven online support and a beautiful, just I mean, gorgeous eyes. Eyes bursting with with happiness. Gorgeous website. So what are you waiting for? Please start a trial with no credit card required. Start building that website today. When you decide to start up with Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code VERGE to get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for this 
the Vergecast, the show that you have been enduring for the past 40 minutes. Thank you, Squarespace, for your support of the show. And remember, it's offer code VERGE. Dieter, what's on your face? I like I liked that I trolled you in the middle of your ad by putting on the uh, Avogad glyph. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, thing, to me, looks like the revenge of Beats headphones. So like if there yeah, was the I ultimate, thought that's what that was. If, that, if you could, that's good. That's what they're going for. If yeah. you could do the ultimate Beats commercial, it's like, I don't know, it's... I, just like a football player. It's like Aaron Rodgers like wearing the beats and like the reporter's like, you threw an interception and Aaron Rodgers like flips the thing down and starts watching TV in your face. Alternately, the weirdest... That's what it, it's a TV. Put it on his headphones and, and yeah. show everyone So if you don't like. know what they are, they, they look like a giant ass I pair see. of headphones. It's um, beats you wear on your eyes. That's and then it eye has beats. little eye LED beats. lights that shine into micro mirrors that yeah. like reflect the image directly into your retinas. So you just put it on and you're staring straight ahead into a 720p screen that could be in 3D if uh, you have 3D content to put in it. And it works with anything that you could plug into it with HDMI. Um, I think they're 500 bucks. I thought they were more than that. Uh, I gotta check. Um, they just started shipping. Uh, a bunch of people put up a review, or we'll have a review of it next week. Uh, but I will tell you right now, um, it's super nerdy. $700. $700. It's super nerdy, it's super expensive. You gotta really want them. and. But if you do, you'll be into them as long as you take the proper time to adjust them for your eyeballs. Because if you don't, everything just feels wrong. I don't. You got to adjust the lenses back and forth. You no, got to adjust I, them I, left I, and we're, right. We're close here. You got to move the nose pad up and down. Yeah, can you get to a point where it doesn't feel like it's in danger of falling off your face? Yes. No, it, it right now it does not feel like it's going to fall off my face. But I, I think we wrote about this. Uh, James Vincent, who just looked at the LG... VR headset. Do you want to play with this? Yeah. Um, was like the big problem with the LG one that they just came out at MWC uh, is that it shows the world around you. Well, that's a, this. They don't call this a VR headset. They're very explicit that this is like a, a cinema experience. Um, you could even <laughs> it's plug just it falling in. off Eddie's face. You can plug it into a computer, I guess. Um, I mean, I've done it. You can. Well, it's hard to see the corners, but they're like, this is for watching movies or playing games or. Working on, you know, I don't know, spreadsheets you don't want the person sitting next to you on the plane to see, I guess. Um, that I mean, this is because this is Virtual Boy Syndrome. That Virtual Boy would have been right. okay if you hadn't called it VR, you called it VR, and everyone expected something that it wasn't. Right. So the the thing about using this, though, uh, I've, I think the longest I've used it at a stretch is probably just under two hours. Um, and, but even people that have used it for like five minutes, you take it off and like you forget that this thing is shooting light beams into your eyeball. <laughs> and so, you know, when you like, glance at a light bulb for a little bit too long yeah. or like you like look at the sun for a second and then you like see spots your entire field of vision becomes that big rectangle of the screen Whoa. you were staring at so everything is sort of like behind this weird white haze you get the feeling that we're just like totally building hacks that our body is not capable of receiving <laughs> you know it's like these are like ir blasters for your eyes yeah. and like really the answer is just just jack something directly into your brain right. like yeah. bypass your <laughs> bypass your shitty eyeballs and go straight in the optic nerve yeah i mean i've been thinking about that with vr a lot yeah of like direct brain interfaces with something like the hololens because the ultimate thing is just modifying your reality right yeah it's just crazy it's like these are hacks right like we're building all this sensory experience and we're going through interfaces that were meant for reality it's like actually right, really interesting to me mm -hmm. yeah one of my friends said to me yesterday just put my phone in my brain already yeah 
Because yeah. I wanted to screen cap something that involved reality and also my phone and was like, oh, I can't. That's not a thing I can <laughs> I, this do. Isn't, this that's isn't not how a screen cap works. So oh, I need you, <laughs> you to hype, I need you hype matrix reality? this thing. Okay. Did you think about taking a picture of your phone in reality? What it was is that my nail is painted the same color as the Twitter app. And so when my when I opened it and my thumb was hovering over the Twitter, it was like camouflage. I was like, oh, this is cool. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Real question, though. How do you <laughs> take a selfie with a brain computer? Ooh. Hmm. How do you do a video call in VR? Exactly. I've been wondering about this with HoloLens for ages. Oh, right, because they're always showing Skype. Yeah. Oh, you're just going to look like an idiot. Yep. This is why they have, but this is, they have like game studios. One person can see you. You, you No, but they always do it with like a Kinect camera on the wall, and that's what it broadcasts. Is you in the HoloLens? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, there's a real, I don't know, how do you? uh, This is why they keep doing the demo of the Kinect mapping your face onto... Oh. Yeah, I think that they would reconstruct your face, maybe from you'd scan your face, reconstruct it, and then project you into whatever your eyes were taking a picture of. I don't know. It'd be hard. Yeah, but there's just something there. There's something deeply creepy and bad about that, right? Or, or you could just implant a camera in your arm. Just, That's my own. Just like, stand out thing. with your arm pointing out. Yeah. Yeah. I do that. What's going to happen at GDC this year? Uh, lots of VR, apparently. Yeah, I went right. through the schedule, and it usually like there are all the sort of normal things that are going to be really fun. There's a game design challenge where you're supposed to build a game that you play for over you play over the course of thirty years. Whoa! Um, mm. like, the, bo- the boyhood of games. Yes. Well, a few years ago, it was uh, like a game. It was the last game on Earth, and there was a Jason Rohr's game that was buried out in the desert somewhere. Right. He didn't know the rules. So there's always that thing. That's going to be fun in uh, GDC, but a lot of it's VR. Sony has a VR event. We're probably going to learn how much PlayStation VR costs. Um, this is the thing that's going to make me buy a PS4. Yeah, same. Yeah, Actually, I'm going to buy a PS4, regardless I've decided. Well, my because Xbox PlayStation is... View is better than Sling TV. No. And my Xbox One is just turned into the crashiest piece of garbage with the new dashboard. Yeah. The dashboard quits behind my games, mm. so it like errors out behind my games all the time wow. now. And then the games start glitching as the dashboard restarts. It's the most annoying thing. And you're like, oh, the game's screwing up. I'll just go to the dashboard and come back. But yeah. you push the button, the dashboard's crashed. Like, I'm going to go buy a PS4 on my way home tonight. Because <laughs> I've need. I want. i been testing this glyph out on the Xbox, and I want to yeah. get 3D on the PS4. Oh, uh, yeah. That's the thing. Anyway, so anyway. PlayStation VR. PlayStation VR. Uh, Oculus has a bunch of stuff um, throughout the early part of the show. Uh, the... So there were VR, like in VR building versions of game editors like Unreal Mm -hmm. uh, that were announced a few months, like weeks ago, and they're going to show up at GDC. Yeah. So if you want to build game levels inside virtual reality by like walking around inside the game levels. Hmm. Oh, that makes sense. Which it either makes sense or it doesn't make sense. Like the WYSIWYG isn't the way that everybody wants to do everything. That like sometimes you want to play with like you want to mess with numbers and you want to type things and you want to right. be able to do things very precisely. Yeah, but you also like want to democratize around. the tool, right? I mean, like if nobody knows what the stuff is going to be, then you've got to democratize the tool in the way you would, right? Like WYSIWYG is sure. like a democratizing. I'm not sure if this is ultimately democratizing though, because like it's not that much harder to look at a model in Unity and spin it around with your mouse than to get in there and physically move it with a controller. Right. Like the idea is that you're supposed to be able to do things like see scale. Yeah. Um, which could be useful, and I think something that just let you pop in and out would be really interesting, um, because that's what people are doing already. Um, but it's hard to say whether you want to actually build a level inside VR. 
You know what they need is a VR headset where the screen flips up so you can actually pop in and out with like because it's no, really the, hard. The to Gear pop VR has a, a has a button you can hit for a pass through camera. Yeah, but you're not gonna sit at a computer like coding a thing and then hit like through the pass through. Like um, I, I did that. Oh my! I can't read the screen though because the camera's... I, right, right. I will say this: this is the Addy, and I don't mean this to sound weird. This is the longest I've looked at your face in like months. And Addy sits like right across from me. It's been like weeks. Weeks. I mean, she's had a VR headset on her face nonstop for <laughs> weeks. But if you add a number of weeks together, you get months. So. Well, I have like ten cardboards on my desk right yeah. now. Yeah, it's like. I mean, Addy is, I just say this, like, the deepest in the VR game of almost any reporter I know. And, like, just always. The other night I was in the office super late, and I was walking out, and it was just Addy just clicking around in VR. And she was just playing Fruit Ninja. Yeah, for Just making some noise in there. Just doing it. Having fun. Yeah, like you do. We gotta gotta talk about the next thing. You 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 wanna talk Phantom or Echo? Do you wanna talk about five seconds about Tango and your theory about Tango? Oh, so... Uh, my theory about Tango is that for VR to work, you need laser towers or an external mm-hmm. camera to have it be really immersive. And that's called, Addy told me this, outside in. But that what everybody really wants is inside out, where the thing on your face itself is able to map the room around you. And it turns out that there are already Android devices that do that. It's Project Tango. Uh, we tried it last year. At Google I.O., uh, there's a Lenovo phone shipping this summer that's going to have it built in. There's a Qualcomm reference phone. And everybody knows that Google just put a guy named Clay Bavor in charge of this a whole new VR division. And he's really good at his job. And so we're expecting Google to finally get into the VR game in a very real way. And it seems to me like they've already got all the pieces they need to build a VR thing that lives in between the, like, the mid-range Gear VR and the high-end Oculus stuff. Um, the Wall Street Journal says that they're making uh, a standalone thing, uh, and then there's also like they might make one that has the cam- has the cameras on it, and then you can stick a phone in it. So my theory is they'll make a standalone VR headset, whatever, and it'll be relatively cheap. But they'll also make a slightly cheaper one. I don't know, call it 150 bucks, where it has the Tango cameras in it. Yeah, and then you plug your Android phone into it, and then you get the like spatial movement and recognition that you get out of a high-end VR headset, but without the external cameras, and it'll work off of uh, an Android phone running right. the next version of Android, which is N. Yeah, which Nutella is Nugget. Nugget. Nougat. Nougat. Yeah, Nougat's the name of Lauren Good's cat. So yeah. I think we're all betting on Nougat. That makes sense. It makes sense to you. Yeah, I think that's super smart. I think all-in-ones are a bit of a more complicated proposition. Like mm. all the ones I've ever seen have been terrible. Right. Um, and you have a phone, like why not put it in? Well, so I mean, something would use any Android phone, yeah. any new one would be amazing. Well, the, I think they have to sell an all-in-one because in order for this to work, I think they need Android N, and it's going to take a while for that to get out there. So the only thing it would work with our Nexus phones for a while anyway. So they may as like if they'll they could like make one of these for relatively cheap. Like, but they, they couldn't. They it would be pull way out, more expensive. Well, they pull out the cellular phone processor. They like they'd make they'd make it external storage, so they don't need to put a ton of storage into it. So that bring the price down. They'd basically just bring the price down on like all the standard phone junk that you usually need. They could buy a cheap, big, huge battery because it's already strapped to your face. They don't need to like spend a lot of engineering work to like make all the components really thin. Yeah, they don't need to spend a ton of engineering work and spend all the money to make everything really small and fit compactly. I don't know. I, I so you're actually, talking about something that has like an external pack and then you connect it. Uh, no, I think it just oh, it would all fit in there. Just like when you engineer a phone, you got to make everything tiny and small. But when you engineer a headset, you've got like a little more room to play with. You I don't really know. This don't. Is, it makes it really heavy. Yeah. 
I don't know. I I was I didn't think they were going to make a standalone, but the Wall Street Journal does. So like that, I'm just guessing based on what the Wall Street Journal said. No, it's I think they could be, but I think it's going to it's like more of a reference design thing. I don't oh, know. I think it sense. could be like It is Google IO. Yeah. Like they got to get it out there so that developers know how to code code to it. Yeah. Which they've been doing already with Tango. But who knows? You could, you could be right. I'm not yeah. sure. We got to get Nicola to try all these things. I got to try all these you're, things. You're missing out. Yeah, come up to the Vive afterwards. I mean, yes, afterwards, and, uh, and you should write about it. You have a fish out of water, like, first experience no, but you'll be, story no, but right here. The, yeah. the, the right thing here. is, you'll be in the water because there's an ocean experience in VR. So you'll be, you'll be a fish out of water in the water. Did you see that Magic Leap Whale thing? Which one? There was, like, the demo of, like, the people in the high school gym, and they're all, like, presumably all wearing Magic Leaps, and, like, the whale, like, a blue whale, like, jumps out of the basketball court and, like, Splashes down. Wasn't that another or like early promo material when they got bought, um, not bought by, uh, invested <laughs> in by Google? I just thought it was all over yesterday. But yeah. It was like one of those things. Like it was one of those things where it just re popped up in my Facebook feed. I'm very skeptical of Magic Leap. They do make a lot of insane promises. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's about it. All right. We got to talk about Amazon. Then I'm going to read an ad. And then we got a lightning round. Then we're going to wrap this up. Amazon. Amazon. Two, two products that they announced today. One is called the Amazon Tap, which is a Bluetooth speaker, portable Bluetooth speaker, uh, but it's basically an Echo that you could like pick up and walk around with. Um, it's 130 bucks, mm-hmm. uh, and you can't just bark at it from across the room. You got to push the button to make it work. Um, and nobody seems that excited about it compared to the other thing I announced. But I don't care about one yeah. because I need a new Bluetooth speaker because my Jambox is just falling, just not doesn't make noises anymore. Its battery lasts about 30 seconds. Yeah, so I just need a Bluetooth speaker. And the thing that sold me on the Amazon tap, I kid you not, is it comes with a little circular dock. So instead of like plugging in a USB thing, I could just like set it on the dock. Yeah, and then anytime you go anywhere and you want to charge it, you got to take your little circle. No, it also has a USB plug. Oh. Yeah. Um, so <sighs> Bezos. Right? Uh, but it also does all the Echo stuff. So as long as it has Wi-Fi, you can like pick it up. So like imagine having a Bluetooth speaker. That's nice to have. It's nice to like carry out to your deck or like into your, a room where you don't have a speaker or whatever. But instead of like pairing your phone to it and then getting your music that way, you just pick it up and tell it to play some Spotify. Mm. Yeah. What's the reasoning between behind not being able to yell at it? Yeah. Oh, because nah. this was battery life. In order to like have the omnidirectional six array, six microphone array and like have them listening all the time like that is not cheap in power wise yeah so they didn't want to like have it kill the battery mm. so that's why you got to push button if you want to be able to yell the thing from across the room they also uh, released the echo dot which is an amazon echo but like lop off the top of it and just keep that yeah and then you can plug it into a speaker it also has a tiny little speaker on its own if you, you like want to like hear something for an alarm clock or yeah. like an alarm clock and that is really cool except Amazon made it, so you can only buy no, it. No, you can buy it online. People have been tweeting at me. Well, you, there's a hack. Yeah, there's ways to jump through. Yeah, the their intention was you're only supposed to be able to buy it if you already have an Echo or yeah. a Fire TV. I'm going to go out and buy one just because I have an Echo. But why? I don't know. I mean, uh, I buy everything. I am furious because today is the day that at 8 in the morning I bought an Echo. Are you kidding what? me? I'm not kidding you. You but bought an Echo serious? literally an hour before the they announced before, new Echoes. It was like, and then I no, came No, but you here. bought the right Echo. You, you definitely bought the right one. You don't want I the really fucking dot. You don't want the... This you Bluetooth secret so? where you gotta push the button is stupid. No, yeah. but the dot seems like for me. Do you have Why? a speaker to plug it into? Yeah. That's on all the time? No. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay, good. Because the thing is that it, the regular Echo's on back order, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, uh, it's only one place you can get it. This is so weird. I can't get the thing I want. Yeah. And <laughs> you, could, you could buy one on eBay, Nicola I'm sure. Problems. That's true. I can't get the thing I want. I can't get the thing I want. And uh, yeah, so I bought it this morning, and then I came in and found this out, and I was just like, are you fucking yeah, no, it's the the, um, 
the the dot is a fascinating pro, pro yeah product product i was gonna say problem a fascinating problem mm-hmm. um what no one knows the answer to is if they all talk to each other oh because so the thing that you want is to buy like 50 dots and put them all over your house and have jarvis right where you're just talking and right. stuff's listening oh, to you all yeah but it's not clear to me that like my you know new york city apartment it's like not huge but presumably i could put a dot in a bedroom and, it, and have the regular echo in the kitchen. How far away can you yell at it from? Pretty I, far. So I can talk to the Alexa in my kitchen from the, if the door is open and I'm like, I talk loudly, it can hear me. Yeah. Right? But like, how far is that? About as far as you can talk to like a, a, a person that's like mildly okay. hard of you. Like, as far away as you can talk to me, basically. So if I was like, if right I could hear you, Alexa could hear you. I can no, like poke my head that. out and be like, hey, what's the weather? Yeah. Right. It's, it's like a that. really good thing. Like, this, the, that multi directional microphone array is very good. I know. Exactly so, the other where thing that you can it. do, actually, you can talk to it really far away. If you host a podcast and you oh, yell, yeah. Alexa, buy a dot, <laughs> we then across the country, somebody who's <laughs> listening to it on a speaker. Is scrambling to cancel the order I just made for them. I'm sorry, but you, look. But so here's what I don't know, and I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah, let's hear it. If you have two of them and they mm-hmm. can both hear you, mm-hmm. which one? Do they both just start answering? Mm. Do they both just start independently playing random Spotify or playlists? Or does one know it's why don't the primary? We, why don't you just take the review unit Echo we have home, set them next to each other, and see? Well, no, because those didn't talk to each other. But if you release more, and particularly yeah. the dot, which is designed to be small, mm-hmm. like that's how you get an ecosystem of things. Like, right. And it's just no one, no one knows the answer to this question. And Amazon has apparently been. They have to. If they make you own an Echo to buy an Echo Dot, they have to figure that have figured that out. Which is an insane thing because you're asking the older robot for the newer robot because right. you're going to get rid of the older robot. You're not going to get no because the newer <laughs> robot doesn't have a speaker. Yeah. It's so mean. It's like it's like asking it to have a friend. I think they just have limited <laughs> supply and they're doing something clever. Yeah, of course. That's the deal. It's a gimmick, right? And everyone's going to everyone's going to do it. They're going to say Alexa buy a dot. Someone sent me the dot link today and I was like, "Oh, you just great. Want to. This is great. I'll just cancel the other one." And I kept scrolling all down the whole page. I was like, "All right, I got this video." Yeah. Okay, scrolling scroll. I was like, "Where's the buying button? I don't get it." I like how only Dieter got the troll that I just deeply trolled everybody. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. I no it. one else. I just said it again. Wait, the dot, by a dot? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Addie, hey, I didn't. No, I didn't say. I didn't say Alexa. I didn't say by Simon Says. <laughs> We're so bad. <laughs> uh, what? Okay, Google. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Google. Play Hotel California. Wow, yeah, that is mean. That. That's not mean. That that's super that's just mean. what you expect from this show. Now is the <laughs> Eagles will play us out. Um. No, so we've been talking about Alexa on the show the a Echo, bunch, a lot yeah. lately. And Lauren Good just put up a really great piece about it. So what's your what's is this? Do they just accident into this? Are they, yes, uh, this is actually an ecosystem for them. Or is it, it will like, be, or I is Apple that, just going to put out one of these things and kill them? It, uh, they could, except Apple is never going to be as open and friendly to third party developers uh, for Siri as Amazon has had to be with Alexa. The headline for uh, Lauren's story is like their, their, their smartphone flop was the best thing that happened to Alexa. They, like, they, their smartphone failed completely. They had this assistant they wanted to do something with. They made the Echo and they needed it to kind of work. They needed people to buy it and be interested in it. So they had no choice but to make it super easy and super popular for anybody to make it do stuff, to add those skills to it. So right. they, they added if this and that. They made it popular with nerds. Nobody was expecting it to do anything. And so the fact that it was successful at all 
meant that it looks like a huge success. Like if they had sold as many Fire Phones as they have sold Amazon Echoes, we would all be making fun of it. Right. Right. We'd all be like, oh, this thing that's got like 0.5% market share, it's a failure. But this doesn't have to compete with phones. This just has to compete with literally nothing. Right. And so it ends up being a success. And so now they've got like a good storyline to build on. They've got good, like warm feelings from consumers and developers. And so they can continue to build out this ecosystem and like make these things interoperate. Like the other thing that came out today is nest is like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Go ahead, Alexa, you can control my nest. I don't care. We're not going to like wait for Google to figure it out. Our parent company, but that's not Googly to keep anything locked away. But I will say, so I I know what you're talking about because there's a really great Mark Bergen piece at recode. Yes. Um, where he was like, Nest just said fine, and Amazon can be the intermediary before. Because Nest is a smart home company. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be the ones building this stuff. Yep. And there's this really great, it's anonymous, but I trust Mark, it's well-sourced, um, quote where it's like, having a Google device in your house that is always listening to you would be too creepy. So Google is like, we need to, to, we need to like separate ourselves from the Nest product. Uh, because you wouldn't would you like let a google speaker that listen to you all the time into your home like i think people like yeah it freaks people out well you you have your phone but yeah (laughs) (laughs) well yeah like the phone isn't always listening in a way that alexa is like really deep like alexa does creepy always listening shit like so does google okay google (laughs) play hotel (laughs) (laughs) hey siri yeah the hey siri never works that shit just doesn't work hey siri Wow. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Well, it, it is, uh, on the 6P, OK Google doesn't work either. Yeah. So. But I think that's actually a thing. Like, And I, that's why I think this Echo Bluetooth speaker kind of gets it wrong. Right? Because if you're going to press a button, you mm-hmm. might as well press the button on your phone. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, like the I, secret to the Echo is that it demands nothing of you. You right. plug it in but, and it's just... There. But this is why I like the Bluetooth speaker version of it, the the tap, is the thing that I hate, the, one of the reasons I don't listen to music is I'm not in the room where my good speaker is, and I don't want to pull up my phone, open up Bluetooth, pair it to the thing, make sure the thing is on and ready to be paired to and fully charged, then go open to Spotify and then pick my music. I, I, if I could just pick up a speaker and say, play me some music and set the damn thing down, I'm going to listen to music all the time. Oh... Uh... What? I just got I just figured out that that's the use case for it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's a, it's a music stick. It's a like it's a thing you can pick up and command to play Spotify at you. But can't you do that with your phone? Yeah, but this this is a louder speaker. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And like I'm going to I'm going to keep it in oh, my crap. room. Now I'm going to buy one. I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to like carry it into the bathroom when I take a shower. I'm going to have it play NPR in the morning and then I'll set it back on its little dock. I don't have to re-plug it back in to make sure it's charged. I'm telling you, this is the better one. But don't you have a regular Echo? So yeah, isn't the main but I'm not going to put the regular Echo in the bathroom. I'm not a monster. <laughs> no, but like you pick up the thing, you're like walking out of wherever it's charging, you push the button, you're like, play some NPR, and the regular Echo hears you, Yeah, and then everything starts playing. Like, they maybe, need to know. Maybe all the Echoes, like whichever, whichever Echo names. hears it loudest. Oh, they only do. Oh, Right. Yes. So one right now you can call one Amazon. They have like multiple names for that. It's I think you, you can, can say you can use Echo. Yep. You can use Amazon. I, I don't think Alexa. you can use Echo. You can use Echo. You can use Echo now. Okay. Yeah. So that's three. 
we need more names. We, what we need is like luxurious names for a voice activated product. We'll call mine Horatio. Oh. Yeah, right? Like you need to be able to specify a name. No, wait, I'm calling mine Yorick. This is the new baby name. No, wait, I'm calling mine 2016, Fortinbras. the new baby name. Only indicator. names from Hamlet. Wait, why for can't you name reason? your echo? Why can't you pick the you name just can't, now? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you should be able to literally set any repeatable noise. Mine is Jared. I don't know why. Well, Jared? no, I think that the I, no I think that the reason is, is that they have to they have to really <laughs> they have to really test what the the computer is able to understand in multiple situations. So apparently, when Google was choosing its phrase, they went through a bunch of ideas before they landed <coughs> on OK Google because OK Google is really easy for a computer to recognize from <laughs> far. Because a lot of phones just recognize that shit. <laughs> Hey Siri, still doesn't work. Hey Siri, does not. Do you have it on? Of course, I have it on. Hey Siri. Anyway, are you gonna buy one of these, Addy? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I've just been like the past twenty minutes. No, trying I don't to have a speaker why. system. I have like an, I can shout to anything to anything in my apartment, and there are only interesting things in one room of my apartment. Right. Like I guess I could have something for my kitchen because that's the only thing that's really separated. That's where I, I keep. That's where I keep mine. But that's... I. Why wouldn't I just use headphones? Oh, it wants me to reset oh. up. Hey Siri. Oh. All right, well, we're, not, we're clearly not doing this here. Yeah. Is that hair on your face, Dieter? <laughs> yes, it is. You should shave it <laughs> off. <laughs> I will. How, how will I do that? Using a Harry's razor. <laughs> Guys, everybody knows good things come in sets of three. What does this have to do with anything? Here's some words that explain that. Get this. March is the third month of the year, and it also happens to be our friends over at Harry's third anniversary and today is march 3rd if you're new to harry's i got a special deal for you try three of their expertly crafted five blade german razors should have cut it down to three for this promotion no but, but if you, you if want you, five if you buy okay never mind look whatever you sign up for harry's you get f- three five blade german razors you get a handle you get shaving cream costs 10 bucks hmm. Dieter. although i've seen Dieter without a beard i'm not sure that i <sighs> Look, Look, I got rid of the glasses. Everybody freaked out, but now no one talks about it anymore. Yeah. The next step is to shave the face. Yes, and then you're And head. then I will look 12 again, <laughs> which is how I ought to look. I can't say, wait. So I, have, I, I haven't shaved my face in like easily five years. But when I did, it was Harry's man. Oh, yeah. That was five years ago. They only turned three. We just said it. Hmm? Ooh, no, but like busted. there was a time when like I regularly shaved. And that was a Harry's man. I really like the Harry's. I like their face scrub, personally. Right. And you think people should sign up for Harry's and buy the face scrub? Yeah. Add, a, add it to your cart. I don't know. Anyway, it was a good shave. Like, they, they actually make great razors. You should try the products. You should just get into it. Harry's is the only shaving company that has both amazing quality and low prices. They're German-engineered five-blade cartridges. You get a close, comfortable shave. There's no cuts or burns. There's a face scrub that is... Fucking excellent from what I can tell. And the quality is guaranteed. And there's a full refund if you're not happy. And the prices are low, right? It's direct from the factory. There's no middleman. It ships right to your door. The blades are half the price of leading brand. Leading brand, also garbage quality, in my opinion. Over one million guys have already made the switch. Nicola, at least one lady, scrubbing her face. Yeah. And thousands more switch every day. So... Why pay $32 for an 8-pack of blades when you can get them for half the price at harrys.com? Harry's starter set, amazing deal. For $15, you get a razor, you get a moisturizing shave cream, you get three razor blades. Harry's doesn't discount. The price is already low, but uh, it's the Vergecast. There's a deal for you. You get $5 off your first order with promo code VERGE. That's (laughs) V-E-R-G-E. Stop overpaying for a great shave. 
Go to harrys.com right now. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. And enter. What's that offer code? V-E-R-G-E. Verge. Verge. And buy, buy some face scrub. Get the face scrub. Get in there. Well, it's, 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 you know, it's for you. You know, we get a lot of notes about the ad reads and, and how they're not good. Mm-hmm. From who? Everybody. Just like people. Literally everybody. People who wish they had ads in their People who breathe. But, I mean, the people know that, I mean, whatever. But you listen to them because you want to see exactly when I'm going to drive this truck directly <laughs> off the bridge. <laughs> right? You want to know when that 18-wheeler is about to just careen off the bridge, hit the ground, explode into a million pieces, and then explode again. The big storyline is like, do they come back? Will Harry's come back? After they this? all come back. What was that one cloud services company? They started oh, like, tweeting at me. They were so happy. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, cloud layer, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got a ring. Yeah. Uh, that was a free ad. See, you they're going to come back now. You have an amazing future in advertising. I do not. <laughs> because, no. Because of the journalism. <laughs> um, but no, whatever. It's Terry's is great. Squarespace, my favorite. If you were going to start a website about shaving... It would be a website <laughs> on Squarespace. We should connect the Harry's people with Squarespace people. They should know each other. Offer code Verge, everybody. Hey, uh, We're gonna have a Derek. Derek? Yeah. Hey, Cortana. <laughs> Derek? <laughs> you just tweeted at me. Derek? No, there's a guy named Derek who's mad that we, we, we trolled Siri, we trolled Google, we trolled Alexa, we haven't trolled uh, Cortana yet. So, hey, Cortana. That's fair. Yeah. Derek, I hope you're happy. <laughs> you're welcome. I'm going to name my Alexa Derek. <laughs> Jared and Derek. That's what I want. Jared and Derek are literally the worst names for they your intelligence. They're such dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I really avoid them. Hey, but they are best friends in their frat. Okay? Yeah, they wow. are. They Jared were. and Derek. Don't be so mean to her. All right. Don't you wish you looked good in white jeans? Derek and Jared don't. <laughs> <laughs> they're guys who wear white jeans. That's Ew, all I'm saying. I think they have backwards baseball hats, but they're like not cool baseball hats. But they they will play Spotify Spotify for you at the drop of a hat. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Why would you give them those names? I don't know. It just came to me. <laughs> you gotta go with your gut. What would you name yours? If you I already told you. Fort Horatio. Oh my god. Addy. No, wait, no, wait. Rosencrantz. No, wait, wait. Guildenstern. Well you'd have to, presumably you'd have two. And they would argue. Right. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Definitely. I mean I'd have to name mine like Neuromancer then or something. Wintermute. Oh, there you go. And then they would argue. <laughs> yeah. But wouldn't one have to subsume the other at some point? Yeah, but then they'd only, they'd form a gigantic sort of quasi-voodoo entity that would control the entire internet. And It's then, really unclear what happens at the end of that book, isn't it? Yeah, we'll try the third book. I, I it took me like five reads to be able to half explain that plot of Mona Lisa Overdrive. All right, I'll try mm. it. I just read Seven Eves. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah. got through like 50 pages of that. Oh, oh you gave up on it? The, my little library ex- yeah. expired. Did you finish it? Yeah. It's rough. It's real long. Yeah. It's very long. No, it's very long, and then there's like an extra little tiny book that's terrible added at the very end. Yeah, but that, that tiny little extra book is like kind of the whole point. Yeah, I know. Like you could cut out Wait, easily. Wait, can I skip to that book then? Yeah, no. I mean, you kinda, really maybe. you really could. You could read the last, you could read the first chapter. You could read the first like 200 pages and the last 50 pages. No, 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 you, no, you, you got to read some middle pages. So you, you can read the first 20 pages. I'm not going to spoil anything. These are literally the first words of the book. The moon blew up unexpectedly without warning. You're like, yeah, no, I that's got the it. part I got to. Yeah. yeah you're like, the, I, I promise you I did not spoil anything. It is, they're the first words of the book. You read through that. You read through the part where they like 
understand. Then you like skip way ahead to the end of that piece, and then you like read the little book at the end. And right. then all of the there's some good stuff in the middle. Yeah, but it's like no, you know, like Game of stuff. Thrones is like just a series of dinners. bad things happening. <laughs> series of dinners, just all dinners. It's my new show pitch for HBO. It's like a series of dinners interspersed with murders. <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking: it's a bunch of New York hip New Yorkers, and they have dinner every so often. Uh-huh. But in between That's the dinners, extremely unrealistic. In between, the, yeah, they, they, in they between eat at their desks. It's fantasy. It's a bunch of hip New Yorkers eating at their desks. Every now and again, they discuss dinner, but don't know where to go, so they don't go anywhere. Every couple episodes, they eater half of them die. That's the whole show. <laughs> New New Yorkers are all constantly being introduced and telling jokes until they too die. Um, anyway, so Seven Eves is like, read that first part, then there's like a revelation that you should like know There's about. some like cool like su- space survival stuff in the middle that is a bummer to miss, but it takes, it, it's like, it's like. Fifteen percent of the middle eight hundred pages is good. Can somebody just make me a guide of like which pages of Seven Eves I should read? And but I'll then like... I'd have to read it again. <laughs> <laughs> I read it on my Kindle and I literally thought I'm going to wear out this button because I've, I've turned so many pages on the Kindle. <laughs> See, I think I would have actually been better with a physical book because then I could have at least felt like the You're physical passage yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah, you know how on a Kindle it like tells you percentage of the book and time left. Yep, it's I like. Oh, right, so it does. So it tells you, like, it tries to guess how fast you read, but it doesn't. In seven years, it doesn't take account for skimming endless technical description. So it like keeps on getting it wrong. It's like you have two minutes left, and it's like, no, nah, dude, no, I definitely just blew past. Last <laughs> no, the worst part with the Kindle stuff is like I read books that have lots of footnotes, and yeah. so it's like you are thirty percent through the book. I'm like, oh god, this is gonna be. Oh, wait, I'm done. What, what happened? <laughs> oh, see, I read. I account for that. Oh, so do you like check to see where the footnotes start? No, I read the, I f- figure out the tone of the book, and I'm like, how many footnotes is this book going to have? Uh, All right, we got to do lightning round, and we got to wrap this up. Right. Um, let's start with this. There was a VR fashion show. No, it hasn't happened yet. It's on Sunday. Okay. Balenciaga has a brand new designer, and they have decided to stream their fashion show in virtual reality. Ooh. It's in Paris, so it'll be in New York. Uh, I will be awake at 5.30 a.m. watching it on What's my the- humble Google cardboard why are you watching the cardboard when we have ten thousand better headsets to watch it on i don't Yo, think you can watch it on the vive we can watch it probably in a gear vr yeah we could do that yeah do i have that at my house at 5 30 in the morning on sunday i mean the you gear, can yeah you okay could. i'm but gonna watch it on we the, got, anyways like we got around. better shit now anyway options but it's kind of i mean it's obviously like a splashy move they're like oh we got a new designer and we're gonna do this thing because no one else has streamed in vr their fashion show but yeah. they've not done it live they've streamed live. non-live but then it's streaming and live don't you have to be no. live no no it's like streaming like netflix oh like daredevil yeah, yeah, is not yeah. live okay i think oh <laughs> that'd be God. amazing all right get in the hallway again everybody <laughs> you're just gonna that really explains okay, the live acting streaming. Oh. if daredevil was live that would 100 percent explain the acting anyway <laughs> it's like peak. super lazy anyway this oh, murdoch is- don't hurt anybody oh god <laughs> sorry i'm sorry nickel go ahead wow wow She's real mad at you. <laughs> well, we, it's been... Uh, go ahead. This is your show. No, I'm done. I said everything I need to say. No, you haven't. Clearly. No, I'm done. All right. We're fi- so we're fighting. We both drank a bucket of wine. <laughs> we're I getting into it. drank half of my bucket. All right. Kanye's new album is called TurboGrafx-16. Sounds real nut art. Yeah. But I'm into it. If there's a reason The Verge exists, it's for a major rapper to... <laughs> name is 
console after 80s yeah. or 90s game consoles. Yeah. Name is Alabama. I, I bet their price is just way up on uh, eBay. Um, Scott Belly, Scott Kelly is back from Earth. Yay. Apparently he's taller. He like, he's, he's taller and he's younger. younger. And <gasps> I'm going to space. Yeah, NBA players. Like, I gotta go to space. <laughs> I mean, technically it makes you weaker because it's just stretching out your spine and it comes back and you get shorter. Because I was really disappointed when I mm. found that out. Um, Microsoft's Astoria Project put... I have so many feelings about this. Go ahead. I don't think I can fit them all in the list. Just explain what a story is. Uh, so it was feeling. their project so that uh, Android apps could work on Windows Phone and possibly Windows 10. Um, it was named after the, the neighborhood that I live in. Um, and so, of course, it was doomed from the start. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, actually, so I, 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 really, I really like Astoria. Um, also, why can nobody make Android work on desktops? Except for that one company. Remix OS. Remix OS. I, know. I gotta say, I bought this Pink 5P and I love the hardware so much and it fills me with joy and Chrome OS is so slow. On well, it. on that thing. Well, it's because the graphics card isn't supported. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing my um, my old uh, MacBook Pro 15, like one of the the la- one of the ones that had the last uh, CD drives. I'm switching it to Chrome OS. Yeah. Uh, Joanna did a black MacBook and she loves it. Yeah. Um, what else we got here? iPad Pro 9.7. Apparently they're going to call it an iPad Pro instead of like iPad Air 3 or whatever. And that means it's going to have a pencil. Apparently, it's going to have a better screen for reflection. And they're also going to call the iPhone, the new iPhone, the iPhone SE instead of putting a But it's still going to be small. It's still going to be small. It's small the only phone. phone. We've been over this. Well, just do it. It's a lightning round. I don't care. Strike. I mean, it's fine, but it, it won't, it's not for me. I love my 6 Plus. I can't wait. Uh, Addy, Xbox console upgrades, which to me sounds like a very bad idea. I mean, yeah, I really don't know why you would still buy an xbox wow yeah you can play oculus on it you can play quantum break we just found out yeah. more about quantum break yeah that's true oh yeah, eh. yeah. all right i mean whatever um any thoughts on the apple legal case the fbi case which to me by the way still the most important story in tech but i just can't talk about it any more than i've been talking about it already no it is absolutely major and the problem is that it's kind of like the election that I'm not sure I want to know what everyone else thinks about it. Yeah. Mm. Yo, that's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's one for you. Oh, God. Supercars at the Geneva Auto Show. All the supercars were there. Every single one. Uh, Bugatti Sharon's beautiful. Um, I agree with Chris that the new Lambo is like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, you, you should watch the snap. Well, I guess it's over. But we had great snaps from the auto show. Um, Phil Esposito. Adorable. Went around supercars. Super good. Um I don't know. I think there's like a lot to be said about cars that don't all look the same and mm-hmm. have different kinds of engines in them. Yeah. And like every time I think about the Apple car, it's like you see they're the- kind of betting on the same thing as the iPhone, which is everyone will standardize around one thing. But I don't think cars are. I don't think cars yeah. are the same way. You see that? I forget the, the Hyundai car. You see the story about this? The week? Ionic. The, the Ionic. Yeah. It's like you can buy it as a hybrid. You could buy it as an electric that you can replace a battery. You could buy it as this other thing. We'll just we'll do whatever. It doesn't matter. Buy yeah. this. It's, it's a real Samsung of cars. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's modular. I, it's like the it's the LG G5 of cars. <laughs> yeah. It's got a camera grip. That's <laughs> uh, terrible. Um, okay. That's it. Yeah. Is that it? Lightning sure. round over. Make a make a lightning sound. Do you have any lightning round items for us? Lightning doesn't make sound. Thunder does. Well, if they're related, though, technically, I mean... Lightning, they it's the same thing. Uh, just one isn't, isn't, comes isn't, to isn't, you later. Uh, I'm just saying. The thunder is the sound of the light. What's mm. a lightning sound? Thunder. Oh. 
I think really? Dieter's point was is there, right. Is there really? a single no, cause of what can refer to? You guys don't understand. You see the lightning I and then you when, hear the thunder later because yeah, it's Yeah, but the same. it's not a lightning sound. It's the sound of thunder. I mean, we can all agree that my point still stands it's because words thing. and concepts don't make noise. Mouths and things in the world do. They're Technically, the your mouth isn't making the noise, thing. right? They're not oh, really, right. It's though. the vibration of the air. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so the lightning itself doesn't make the noise. It's the disruption yes. it causes Listen to the air to around the it. Listen to the air, everyone. That's it. Here's it's look. This is a verge cast. I'm not actually speaking right now. I'm just causing the air to vibrate in your car. Yo, buddy, you just got actually by who? Me? No, I did. It's the same thing. If you like to follow us. Oh my god. Please tweet at Backline <laughs> and explain to him that thunder is the sound of lightning. No, thunder is the word that represents the sound of lightning. It's later. It's the same What's up? thing. No, the oh, word is not identical with the concept they it represents. They wouldn't be separate symbiotic words words and brother. things if they were the same. Then they wouldn't have separate definitions. No. No, this is just because people like old timey people didn't understand that light and sound traveled at different speeds. So you see the lightning first because yep. the light travels way faster, yep. and then you hear the. How sound can you it hear made. a thing that you see, Eli? Explain that to me. <laughs> I'm I'm seeing you right now. Wish I wasn't hearing you. Sorry, Only that was just like more like that thunder was like, lightning. <laughs> All right, this has to be over. It's the same thing. Follow us on Twitter. We're oh at God. Verge, uh, which shouldn't be a surprise to you, given how <laughs> given the fact that you've endured this hour and a half. Um, we're also on Snapchat. If you miss a Geneva Auto Show snaps, I'm very sorry, but there are more awesome snaps coming. We are Verge there. We're also on Instagram, also Verge. It's pretty consistent. We're also on iTunes. It's uh, iTunes.com slash The Verge, where you'll find a ton of podcasts, including What's Tech, uh, Control Walt Delete, and uh, Virgie SP. And there's also uh, Rico. It's got a couple of podcasts you should check out too. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube. That's cool to do. Verge. Yeah, subscribe there. Um, yeah. I am Backlon. Neil is Reckless. Addy is the Dextriarchy. Yeah. Is that the right way to say that? Yeah, that is. Sweet. And uh, Nicola is Nicola Fumo with an underscore. Between my first and last names. Right in there. I'm just, it's the same. Let's all go try the vibe. Rock and roll. We're going to put Nicola in a VR headset. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>